Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled mother tries to steal OP's house. Our next Reddit post is from Stale Crab Cakes. I'm a 24-year-old guy, and my mother-in-law, who's 60, was evicted from her house. All of her other children have refused to take her in. Me and my wife, who's 30, were nice enough to let her stay in our apartment until she gets her housing figured out. This process was supposed to take two weeks, but it turned into three months. She hasn't helped around the house, she started to eat our food that she didn't pay for. And she turned my living room into her bedroom, where she nods out and watches my TV all day and night. Last week, my wife and I called her out for milking this entire situation. And now, she's starting to barricade me from my own house every time I come home from work as well as hiding my work shoes and stealing my clothes. We tried to kick her out, but she's refusing to leave and calling us buttholes even though we took her in. I'm sick of the petty BS that this 60-year-old woman is playing when we were nice enough to let her stay while she figures things out. She's a sociopath, and now I understand why the other siblings don't want her in their homes. Wait, she barricades your house? Meaning you come home from work and you try to open the door, but she's piled stuff in front of the front door so that you can't get in, like into your own house? What is she hoping to accomplish that you'll just be like, oh well, can't open the door, guess the house belongs to her now and I'll have to buy a new house for myself? Like, what's her plan? What's her end game? Our next Reddit post is from Foglamp. I'm a 20-year-old guy and I moved out of my parents' house at 18 because I really can't stand them. It's for all the kinds of reasons you would guess. They were jerks, they favored my younger siblings, they used me as free childcare, they told me what's mine is mine and what yours is mine and all that BS. When I left, my dad told me to not let the door hit me on my way out and don't come back. I got the smallest and cheapest apartment that I could find and I've worked the same full-time job for two years. My parents didn't even hold out a month before calling me and begging me to come back home. Because without me, someone else had to watch my siblings. I refused because now I finally had time for myself. My dad eventually called me and actually demanded that I move back home and pay them rent instead because family is more important than my personal independence. I said back to him that my life is important too. And for once, I'm getting to live for myself. So he basically said, well then, see how long you can last without us, and we didn't talk for months. I don't know what he was hoping for, but I managed well enough by myself. My family seemed to slowly accept that I wasn't going to come crawling back, and over time we seemed to mend things. I could tell they were having a hard time dealing with the fact that things were on my terms, not theirs. They begged me to watch my youngest siblings from time to time, even though the two that are closest to me in age are in their mid-teens now. But my parents don't want to put babysitting on them any more than they have to, which is hypocritical of them since they tried to put it on me as much as possible. And yes, I called them out on that. They responded with gaslighting and more months of silence yet again. And again, they were the ones to come crawling back to me for help. Not long ago, I bought myself a used Nintendo Switch, though I could only afford one game for it at the moment, Mario Kart. I got it bundled with the console for a good deal. My mom came by on a Saturday and asked me to watch my two youngest siblings for a while. She basically pushed them in the door at me and ran, and I was stuck with these two rowdy kids all day in my tiny apartment. 
My mom didn't come back until after 9 p.m. And even then, that was only because I called her and made her come get the kids. She really didn't like that I cut her fun time short. I said that unless she wants to pay me, I was not going to watch my siblings all day anymore. And next time, I won't even open the door and I'll call the cops if she just leaves them outside. The next morning, I realized that I couldn't find my switch anymore, so I called my parents. And like I thought, one of my siblings took it. I said I was coming over to get it right away, but my mom said that it could wait because my youngest sibling was gaming on it, and she didn't have the heart to take it away. I said that it was taken without my permission, and I will be taking it back. So I got on my bike and rode there ASAP. When I arrived, my sibling was crying because the Switch's battery had gone dead and they didn't have a charger. I told them to give it back, but my dad took it and said that I can have it back when I agree to start helping out with my siblings more. I told him if that's how he wants to play this, I'll get the cops involved, and no, I'm not bluffing. He dug in his heels and insisted that I wouldn't do it, until I pulled out my phone and started dialing. My mom yelled, wait, and hurriedly took my switch back from my dad. He called her a traitor and demanded that she return it to him instead of me. But she said that it wasn't worth having the police called on them. Before leaving, I told them that if this ever happens again, I'd be calling the cops first. And if they want to switch for my siblings so bad, then they can get their own. My dad yelled that I can't disrespect him like that, and I countered that even though I'm an adult, he's not bothered to ever show an ounce of respect to me. And I'd had enough. Then I walked out with him yelling at me to come back and face him. Right now, they're back to giving me the silent treatment. My mom texted me once, begging me to still watch my siblings. I said that if she wants me to babysit so bad, then pay me. And I will only take money in advance because I am not doing it for free anymore. Especially after they stole from me and refused to return my property. They don't own me. I'm an adult with my own place and my own life. And they can either get used to it or get lost. It's been over a week since that text conversation and none of them have talked to me yet, which is fine. They can deal with their own messes. Down in the comments, everyone is saying that OP has big balls, and yeah, it takes a lot of courage to stand up to your own parents. But as I'm reading this story, all I can think about is this courage emerged because OP has just been abused time after time after time, and it's taken years of this like piled up abuse for him to finally get to this point. So OP, I'm thrilled that you're finally able to stand up for yourself and set your boundaries, but I'm really sad that you had to go through all this to get here. Our next Reddit post is from Dr. End. So, for background, for my birthday, I got a Wrangler brand jean jacket. And upon getting this jacket, I took it upon myself to start hand-sewing patches onto this jacket. This included a few video game patches, firearm company patches, and quite a few racing patches. I enjoy racing cars, and I have a number of patches for brands that I support or I purchase parts from including Summit, Turbo Blue, Holly, etc. Now, the jacket in the condition it's in now is not cheap. To actually recreate it, it's probably a good couple of hundred bucks because a number of the patches are older or rare and hard to get your hands on anymore. So, obviously, I wear this jacket everywhere, and I make sure all the patches are tightly stitched to the fabric to prevent theft, loss, etc. So, as usual, I slipped on my jacket and went out to get lunch after class. 
I wear my jacket everywhere and just about every day on campus, and especially when I race. So, like every day, I parked in the McDonald's parking lot, hopped out of my car, locked my truck, and pocketed my keys. Entering the building, I noticed a few families, but I didn't pay them any mind. I just walked to the counter and waited for the mother and her daughter, who couldn't have been any older than 16, to finish their order. When they were done, I requested two cheeseburgers and a Coke to eat there at the restaurant. As I was getting my drink, the mother walked up to me and started asking me about the patches. I'm used to this. This is how the conversation went. You have such a lovely jacket. Could you please tell me what racing fuel patch is for? Of course, it's a racing fuel that I use for my car. I'm a small-time racer here locally, and I support their brand for making a wonderful product. The teenager says, You can't be a racer. You're too fat. To put it bluntly, I am not the thinnest person in the world. I'm very broadly built, and I carry a bit of a gut that I'm not entirely proud of. I say, anyone can be anything if they put their mind to it. I smiled at the teenager, and this seemed to end the brief conversation, so I walked to the counter, got my food, and sat down to eat. I thought that would be the end of it, but clearly, I didn't learn from reading this subreddit. As I was finishing up my second sandwich and starting to throw away my trash, I felt something pull on my jacket. I didn't really think anything about it until I noticed that the tugging sharply changed into a jerking motion like someone was trying to pull the jacket off of me. Turning around, I noticed that the teenager was trying to get my attention by tugging on the hem of my jacket. Uh, can I help you? Could I try your jacket on, please? I'm sorry, no, I'd really rather not take it off. It has sentimental value. Please, just for a minute, what's the harm? I'll give you a kiss if you do. Again, I'd really rather not. While your offer is sweet, I have to get back to campus for my classes, and like I said, this jacket is very special to me. From here, things got odd. She went from calm to screaming, oh jeez. The R word that rhymes with grape right there in the middle of this dinky McDonald's. And suddenly, all eyes are on me and this girl. The mother, of course, is already dialing 911 as the girl keeps saying stuff about how I tried to molest her and I was trying to R her. All while I'm backing away from her, saying that I didn't even touch her. And I guess the mother figured that now was a good time to amp up the lies. If you didn't touch her, then why'd you take her boyfriend's jacket, you pervert? What the hell are you talking about? I walked in here wearing this jacket. No, you didn't. Her boyfriend gave her that jacket. She wouldn't take it off for anyone. Now you're trying to steal it from her, too. Then the manager came out. When he hears about the R accusations, suddenly I'm being detained until the cops can sort this out. The mother is still screaming into the phone with the operator, and the daughter is now bawling about how I groped her. Honestly, writing this, I'm so freaking angry at this point how there's basically no evidence against me, yet I have to remain to keep things from looking worse than they already do. So the cops arrive, and of course, it's still the same story from before. He stole her jacket and then started trying to R her. And the minute the word R showed up, I was in cuffs, and oddly enough, the coat was removed. The cop then walked me out to her cruiser to get my information and figure out the full story, having taken the mother and daughter's statements already. Sir, do you have ID on you today? Yes, ma'am. It's in my wallet in my front pocket. And can you please explain to me what happened on your side? 
Yes, ma'am. I came in to have lunch, and I spoke briefly with the girl's mother about my jacket and the patches. Afterwards, the daughter asked to try on my jacket. When I told her no, she ended up screaming the R word, and the mother started saying that I had stolen the jackets. Sir, can you prove this jacket belongs to you? At this point, I was a little worried. The jacket is actually only branded with my racing name, Smokey, and not my legal name. But at that point, I remembered that, yes, I did have a way to prove it. Yes, ma'am, would you please get out my wallet? As the officer pulled out my wallet, I pointed out that I had stitched a patch that said Smokey into my wallet, just like my jacket. In the end, the mother and daughter were charged with inciting panic and falsifying a police report. I basically got off scot-free, though I was warned that in the future, I might want to stitch my name into articles of clothing that could be stolen. After this, I stitched my name directly underneath a Velcro patch. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, then check out my second channel where I cover additional Reddit content. Also, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.